Hi, everybody, and welcome to a, another Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton, and it is so much fun to get to meet with you here. Whatever you're doing, I'm so glad we get to do it together. So today, I get to introduce you to another one of my favorite people. I, I mean it really just favorite. You are going to enjoy her. You're going to be blessed um, by her story. Her name is Emily Thomas, and if any of you know her, she has the Mom Struggling Well podcast. And she is just what the title of that podcast is. She is for the moms who are willing to struggle well. And I know for a lot of you in this community of Revelation Wellness, you are moms trying to trying to just figure it all out, fit it in, and be be free and be whole, right? And I know that's the cry of Emily's heart as well. Today we get to talk about kind of a little bit of her story, so you're going to hear a few. You know me, I always am for the person who goes, I don't know if I can, uh, I'm too much, I'm too little, like all the things that get stolen from us when we focus really too much on ourselves instead of what has God called me to and not only what has he called me to but who is he calling me to be right if we focus there on who we who he's called us to be then the the doing will become an outpouring place and that's something that Emily is working through you kind of hear her reluctant yes that she gave to the Lord which is so reminiscent of my reluctant yes but to see the fruit that's already happening in her life after just doing this podcast I think for um, 100 episodes or so the fruit that's coming from it and women that are really uh, taking themselves off the hook, always taking themselves off the hook, stepping off the scale, rewiring their brain to remember that there is nothing that we can add or take away from the gospel, that God's already done all the heavy lifting for us. So it's good if you're in a, a sore spot today where you're like, oh, this feels uncomfortable. I don't know if I can trust God here. Um, she talks about, like, it gets really honest, you guys. I, that's what I love about people that I just love surrounding myself with people that are honest, honest about their walk with the Lord. And, and it's hard and it's holy and it's worth it. Always, always worth it. So she's going to share where she's at on her journey. Also, um, her call to go through Revelation Wellness instructor training. What? Yes, she's going to tell you the pull on that for her life, um, as well as just, man, how we so easily can strive and get ourselves all worked up for working for the Lord. So I'm pretty sure I have a lot of ears now that I've said that. If you are interested in becoming a Revelation Wellness instructor, don't wait too long. Our next class is in August. Of course, please don't let me rush you. Like if the Lord is calling you, please come. We are not going anywhere. This is going to happen twice a year. If not, we'll add another class, but there's plenty of time. But I also don't want you to be sitting around too long and making your, eventually your comfort becomes your misery. You're like, okay, I just, I got to step in. And I think hearing Emily's story today will help you to just step in. It doesn't have to make sense. You don't even have to know why. You just have to know you hear his voice and he's calling. It is my greatest joy and privilege to walk with you in the presence of God um, through the training so that you would be healed, whole, and set free to do whatever it is God's called you to do to be the person he's created you to be. End of story. I don't care if you know the difference between a macronutrient and macaroni and cheese. I do not care. Don't care at all. You're welcomed here. This is a great place to come and work it out. So go to the website and download a packet um, about that, become an instructor. And also um, follow us, Instagram, Revelation Wellness on Instagram or on Facebook. And then you can always see my musings, my personal musings going on at Elisa Keaton on Instagram. It tends to be where I, I hang out if I'm, if I'm hanging out in social media at all. All right. Well, you guys, um, be blessed. Enjoy. Laugh. Um, sorry, I'm going to just say it right away. If you're someone who likes to wear Chaco shoes, I love you. You're totally in with me. I just don't really like them for myself. So that's okay. Love it. Wear it. Rock it. Be you. And enjoy Emily as she shares with you her heart for people, for moms, and for God. Peace.
Emily, what are you Hi. doing? What are you doing? I, well, I did actually just get done working out, and that may be because I knew I was talking to you, but <laughs> you, also, it was just time to work out. You totally did it. You had pressure, pressure. Yeah. Have you not learned sure. yet that from the philosophy of Revelation Wellness that it's a get to, not a have to? Yes, I did. Did I say I had to? No, but I didn't want you to feel that you had to because you were talking to me. No, I've been doing it every day, girl. I don't even tell you about it every time I do it. (laughs) What, who did you, what'd you do today? Who was it? Okay, so it was annoying because it really kind of pushed on a nerve, Um, but it was a Tabata about broken cisterns when we're trusting things that to be idols, We're, we're trying to get our living water from something Ooh. that can't yeah mm-hmm. man why Didn't does revelation want us do hard things why why can't they just yeah. why can't we just do fluffy stuff i don't know sorry no, about that it was that. really good sorry to make you uncomfortable no, who, who so, taught so it good. who who was teaching it oh i wish i could remember what she looked like can't remember was it was it heather well, no dark tall dark hair red hair tall i liked her shirt and i want to buy it <laughs> had a heart on the shirt i can't remember I rem- i've done that one though i know broken cisterns i know that one i want to say it's maybe heather but i don't know anyways okay you guys so today i literally feel like i'm talking i'm sitting down talking with a friend so welcome to the inner workings of our minds especially in the fact that we only really know each other through voxer <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and and podcasting, um, you guys. This is my friend Emily Thomas of Mom Struggling Well. You might know her through the podcast Mom Struggling Well, but I think beyond her podcast, she's just a real delight and a treat in my life. And Voxer's been kind of fun. So I don't even know how did our pa- first of all. Thanks for being here. You're so welcome. I know it, it took us a while. Your kids seem to have been on summer for the last two months already. My kids. Oh man, my kids aren't even out yet. Like, what, what's I don't going want to on? Talk about that. But doesn't that mean your kids go back to school before mine? I don't really know when. I just am like so focused, blindsided by summer that I I don't remember <laughs> when we go back. Three years, I don't know. <laughs> So as you could tell, um, Emily's in the thick of it, like all of us are in some way, fashion, form, seems like seasons of life. Whether you have kids, don't have kids, there's something that you are challenged to struggle well with. I love the title of your podcast, and I know we're going to get to that a little bit later. Um, But yeah, so today I just wanted, I really want you, I love meeting people that are living true, authentic, honest, not pretty, but pursuing God's perfection of who God is, not, not that we're ever perfected, but that is so who Emily is. And so you guys are going to be blessed. Just, I believe, blessed as we, as you hear a little bit of her story. Um, so there's something I was going to say with that. Shoot, it went right out the window. Well, let's just start with Emily. Tell people what you do. Who you, first, who you are and what you do. Go. <sighs> Okay, well, I am a wife and a mom to two kids. They're adopted. We never ended up getting pregnant. Um, let's see. And I am a nurse. I went back to school to become a nurse when we couldn't have kids. Mm-hmm. I was a teacher before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then God said to start a podcast, and so I did. And that was like two years ago. Okay. So I do, a, and I homeschool the kids. There's a lot of things happening. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. Pre, uh, mostly because I'm fascinated because I feel like I said we've been friends through Voxer. First of all, how the heck did we even met? Like, where did our our streams cross? The first time that I met you was at Declare and we, you did a workout at like six in the morning (laughs) and that song Happy by that guy's whose name I can't remember. Pharrell Williams. As the first time I ever heard that song and I think of you every time I hear it. I loved it. I'm yeah. sorry, but you must have been living under a rock because that song was for popular sure. for about, it was like at nauseum that song played on the radio. <laughs> yeah, but it's um also, that it was a long time, it was several years ago. That's true. Whenever maybe, you were. Playing. Maybe I was on the cutting edge of music. That's let's, possible. Let's say that. Let's yes, say that. Sure. That's right. I remember that was at the Declare conference. That was a, that was a, 
of really, I remember that the room was so tiny that I got, which I'm grateful for any space I get, that people were like out in the hallway, like doing the workout too. That for morning. sure. I was more shocked that people got up at 6 a.m. in the morning to come do that. And it was then, so good. And then head to a full day of blogging information, but it was so good. And you're the host this year of the Declare Conference. Is that right? Well, the MC, I don't know. Maybe that's what I am. I honestly have no idea. Apparently, I just get to boss them around and tell them not to be late. <laughs> Really? That is definitely my skill set. Yes. <laughs> right in your sweet spot. All right. So before yeah. blogging, you said you, first of all, you lived here in Mesa, Arizona. That's my hometown. Like yeah. born and raised here? Born. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. No, I went to Westwood High School. Wow. And then where'd you go to college? Where'd you get your nursing? Okay. Well, I I went to college in Southern California and then I Later became got my nursing degree um, in at Glendale Community College. Okay, okay, wow. And then you moved to Texas. Yeah. So a nurse, hmm, that has some ramifications as a fitness instructor. You know things about the body. Do you remember any of them? Mm. I think I remember some of them. I'm not amazing at what every single muscle is called, but I know they're in there. <laughs> they're in there somewhere. I feel them <laughs> yep. on the day after a workout. <laughs> All right. So then you're just going along being uh, the reason I, uh, another thing I wanted to tell your story today is because it's a reluctant story. Like I think of you and you've kind of been mm. a reluctant, like, oh, okay, God, like, okay, I'm going to do this. You're obedient, but it's also it's not always smooth. It's not perfect. And I like that. Like, I think it takes everyone off the hook. So prior to being a, a um, podcaster, tell people what that was, like the story of when God called you and gave you this vision. Like, was podcasting even on your radar? Uh, no, I really didn't want to do it. I had podcasts I love listening to and I learned a lot from them, but I didn't ever want to be a podcaster. I was really busy trying to build my blog and then I started an Etsy shop and I just felt like it was all for God's glory, but it was kind of for me too. Okay. Like half and half. The and the stuff. So the Etsy store and all that was kind of your your jam. Well I didn't love do I just wanted to do something and and get some maybe credit or accomplish yeah. in ways that being a mom wasn't uh, cutting it for me. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't as amazing as I thought it would be. Oh, my gosh. Can we just for a second, like, show of <laughs> hands for everyone that felt like you got a little bit of a dupe or a bait and switch when I, like, my firstborn was, it was, I, I don't know why. Why can nobody fully prepare you for parenthood? Nobody can fully I, I think it's almost like marriage, too. Like, you romanticize it, and I believe it must be the covering of the Lord. Otherwise, we wouldn't get married, and we wouldn't procreate, and we, would, wouldn't, no, you're right. we wouldn't be able to, you know, do what he said is the good, the good to do. But, man, I thought that same way, becoming a mom was like, it rocked me. I, I got, I, I, I just got knocked to my knees. My son had colic, like, for the first three, like, mm. literally for the first three months of his life, and and not like the fussy colic, not like the 4 to 7 p.m. colic. Like this was non-stop. He slept in maybe 15-minute intervals throughout the day. Oh, my god! I mean, my I had my in-laws in rotation coming to help. And even they were like, wow, you got, this is not like normal colic. But he had a lot of... A lot of different, um, he had gastrointestinal, some gastrointestinal issues, some food allergies. It was just, man, man. I got slayed at the first, at the start of it. So, side note, yeah. I digress. But for you, called in as a podcaster. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that I had spent six years trying to get pregnant. And so I had just this really long waiting time where I, I filled in a lot of blanks about how amazing I would be. And so when it came up to it and I really wasn't doing that great at it, I had a really big problem mm -hmm. um, accepting that. And so instead of accepting it, I made a new plan to do something else that would get me the accolades or whatever. Sure. Just even a Nice pat on the back. You're yeah. a decent person. That's all I was wanting. <laughs> but, you know, I think if my identity wasn't s solid in the Lord, then I was if I wasn't getting it from the little people in my house, 
Yeah. I wanted out. I felt yeah. really trapped and kind of yeah. hopeless and yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like go tell, I love the story of you're at a conference, right? Or didn't you like? Yeah. Okay. So I was at Declare and I went, I was a speaker there. So I got to go to the labs for free and I sat in my friend, um, Heather and Kat's um, podcast lab. And because it was free, I just had nothing to do for a couple <laughs> hours. So I went and they're my friends. And so I went and then I was sitting at this, we all had computers at our tables and, and God just said, cause he had been working with me on this concept of struggling well, um, that, that mm. my friend had told me like, cause I was always waiting for those problems to be over so I could enjoy my life. Like yeah. it didn't, I don't know why it took me so long to realize that in this world you will have trouble. Um, <laughs> hello. hello. I don't know why I didn't think that occurred, you know, that didn't apply to me, but it did. And so I was in and he's he put in my head like to do a podcast called Mom Struggling Well. And I thought I wanted nothing to do with that. Quite honest, the podcast or a mom podcast. And so, uh, you know, you just get that feeling where you're like, okay, no, this is a thing. I didn't think mm. that thought mm-hmm. that's in my head. Yeah. Um, and I had been trying to find a new name for my Etsy shop for ages and I could not come up with anything. And so uh-huh. I knew for a fact with experience that I was not good at naming stuff. Why? And so why? I just, why are you not good at naming stuff? Well, cause I had been trying to come up with a name for so long and I couldn't come up with one, like brainstorming with my husband and like trying to like, what's catchy and what's good. And so when this just came to my head, I was uh. like, well, that wasn't anything. And I don't want to do a mom podcast, so I wasn't thinking of mom podcast names. Does that make right. sense? Oh, yeah. So I just knew it was a thing I needed to do. And so I tried to get out of it for a while, um, just figure out ways around it. Um, okay, what were the big obstacles? Have- what were the, like, immediate, like, no, God, I don't, boom, 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 boom. What are the, what were those? Yeah. Well, my Etsy shop was taking away a lot of time from my family. And so how on earth would a teacher turned nurse turned Etsy shop owner become a podcaster. I don't know anything about sound. I don't, I, I say all the wrong things. Like I, nobody understands my sense of humor. I, that sometimes is, they do. That is so not true. Side note. If you just okay. for just your, your humor, I've said that the brevity and the levity of your podcast, you can bring, bring things that have weightiness, but yet still give it, some breathing room said that that is a gift you just need to accept that gift okay good okay well I just feel like sometimes people are like is she serious like is she like funny or a jerk you know what I mean (laughs) so it's hard when you can't see my face (laughs) it's the best it's good it leaves you kind of having to like well it's true because podcasting is just out there like you don't know how all those listeners are hearing you but you know this, right? And I say this to everyone, like, is you just have to show up as you and you just be you. And then, then it all lines up. Like the people that are going to love you, are going to love you. And there'll be those that won't really love you. And that's cool too. No, it's true. It's very true. And before I did the podcast, I struggled very much with people not liking me. But mm-hmm. now that I'm doing what God told me to do that I didn't even want to do anyway, <laughs> if you don't like me, that's fine. You yeah, know, this isn't I, my, I don't this like isn't my idea anyway. So you just <laughs> yeah. take it up with the Lord. <laughs> yeah. That so that's been so really good. good at it. That is so true. Because yeah. if it was your idea, then you feel completely responsible to yourself, to the success, to the people. Like, ugh, what a, what an exhale to get to go yeah. all right well this is your idea god so cover it on all sides yeah. so okay so you had all your list of why you can't i don't and why i just didn't want to i don't want to become a parenting expert there it Gosh. is right you yeah. know yeah i don't want this to be my thing and i'd rather be an artist or oh. something and you didn't really like your honesty if i heard you before in a podcast it's like you didn't really fully enjoy like you weren't like th- mom wasn't your like thing Right? No, it was, I was really so petrified of losing myself in parenting mm. that I didn't even want to kind of touch it with a 10 foot pole. Mm-hmm. Like their needs were met, they were hugged, all that stuff. But <laughs> I didn't, I tend to, I know I tend to be black and white and, and you know, very yeah. uh, opposite ends of the spectrum. And so I really did not, I didn't see that there was a way to, uh, enter in with my kids and enjoy them and bring them into my life without 
having them become spoil brats and take over the whole house. Yeah. Oh my Does that gosh. Make sense? Oh so my I gosh, started out like military, yep. militant. Yep. They, I didn't actually make them salute, but kind of <laughs> because I was too afraid of getting too ushy gushy and having brats. Mm, gosh, it's so true. Oh, the midline, the midline. I feel like that's something. I mean, my kids are now 16 and 13. And it, I am, I feel like I'm relearning everything as a parent because I'm seeing the truth of who they are now. They're like real young adults. And so there's no joke anymore about it. Like it just is what it is. And I heard a statement yesterday, my friend Billy said, do you want your kid to be honest or compliant? Mm. I was like. Compliant. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out that works till about age 10 or 12. Then you're like. Now I want them to be really honest with me. What are they struggling with? What are they what are they tempted by? What's what's the real thing? So I'm like, oh, it, you're right. It's it is a little of both. I'd like them to be honest and I'd like them to be obedient. But um I felt like I spent so much of the first half of my motherhood with working on compliant, working on because to me rules equal safety and rules mm. like they kind of they work and uh, that's a lot of undoing that the Lord had to do in my heart. Um because it just just cuz you have a rule doesn't mean it's going to work out at all like I want kids that are fully alive so well yeah. you want to make Christ attractive and yeah. rules and all that is just so oppressive and the opposite yeah why I know see mm. Emily I'm not as free as you think I am <laughs> me either <laughs> I was just walking I was just telling my husband well I'm about to be interviewed by Elisa on her fitness podcast. And he looked at me like, I don't understand. I'm like, me Because it no. has nothing to do with the fitness. This has, this is why, this is like God always working, the working out of my salvation. Turns out it's not only emotionally and mentally, but physically as well. Like it's all connected. So yes, fitness podcast. Okay. We use that more, we're, that term very loosely. So welcome to this very loosely (laughs) used world of fitness. All right. So you became, you, you did it. And then what happened? What was it like when you first launched it? Did was it, how long ago was it? And did it, did it hit a stride? Okay. So about a hundred episodes now almost, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, and the first episode that I did was in Brina and she has, incredibly sad story so I just bawled through the whole thing that was not good planning (laughs) on my part (laughs) it was awkward (laughs) but um you know I just and my husband's concern was first of all I was hoping he'd say no like you can't that's gonna take too much time yeah but he didn't unfortunately and so that was my other like no you're supposed to be a barrier but he was like no go for it so um he he was concerned that I wouldn't have enough people to interview but Oh my God. God has been faithful to just put people on my heart um, and, and across my path that really, I don't, he gives me like an, like a insight into, okay, a mom needs to hear this thing about mm. this story. And so it's been really, God's really done it. So it's been like a lot of work, but it's super easy in yeah. that it, there's no striving. And it's like the first time in my life where I haven't strived so hard to accomplish something. Because that's my deal is perfection and accomplishment and appearances. And this just isn't, it doesn't have any of that in it. It's the craziest thing. Okay. So what do you think, what do you equate that to? Why is there no striving? Well, I mean, because honestly, it wasn't my idea and I, and I can fully own that. Yeah. You know, there's no way for me to forget that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Because I just remember the visceral, like, no, that's ridiculous. I don't want any part of that that I had. So I'm thankful for that memory. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Um, He's really taught me a lot in the leaning into the hard places of mothering instead of avoiding it. Mm. Um, Even my husband's like, you're, you really are way better at being a mom now that you've done this. And so that's been really encouraging that because sometimes we think we're making progress, but we're really fooling ourselves. And um, I can, I can tell that it's made an impact on my kids and God has changed my heart towards moms. Um, It's just, and, and my own kids, like they're fantastic. I see them so much less as obstacles. Yeah. And I, I'm not a hundred percent there because kids are sometimes, you know, they're, they're not always the most 
lovely people to be around. But they're not always compliant. Not always. (laughs) Nope. So, um, but you know, I just God is really helping me uh, break into a freedom in this area and other areas in my life. So I'm experiencing a lot more wholeness, and I think it's because of focusing on His will for me to focus on being a mom. So good. Yeah. So the more you focus on his will, what he wants for you, then that's, I think it goes back to like, okay, this is your deal. Like you, you're responsible for it, Lord. You're responsible for my kids, this podcast. And I think that's the surrender place where then grace shows up, gives us what we need. But that reluctant place, there's just, I know there's people listening, especially that follow along with Revolution Wellness that um, a lot of our um, community, they come up against great fear. And I feel, especially as well as far as fitness goes, it's driven, if it's not rooted in Christ, it tends to be driven by fear. It tends to be mm-hmm. driven because God is love, right? So if we root it in, in God, mm-hmm. then you're going to have love as a motive. And then the opposite of love is not hate. It's fear. It's it's um, to shrink back. And so there's so many women I know that are listening and, you know, they're working out, doing their thing or being holistic. But it's that that place of I, I can't, I'm not enough, I'll ruin it. Uh, I don't have what it takes. I'm disqualified. I'm too much. I'm too little, right? That all those things mm-hmm. that open up the door for fear to just paralyze us. And then we never do the thing. We never take a risk on, on real faith. So, or, or what I do is I risk too much because I'm afraid. Like I, I really don't want to miss what God is telling me or what he might want me to do. And so I make up stuff to do and I just run around like a little scared rabbit trying yeah. to accomplish uh-huh. for him. Uh-huh. I can tell you a story of something that just even happened this week. Go. If you want me to like, for sure. be super real. Cause I'm really, I'm pushing myself cause I like to share stories about things that I've already tied up with a bow. Oh no, but let's this one's go. Not tied up. Not tied. So, let's go. Perfect. Buckle up. Um, buckle so up. this week I, <sighs> I got it into my mind that things are going well with my kids. They're older. They're a little bit more self-sufficient. You know, they can get their own food and you know, we're past toilet training and all that kind of stuff. Yep. And so I thought, you know what? I wonder if I'm, I'm supposed to like adopt some more kids. And, and I started not exploring the idea like, oh, wouldn't that be neat? But like I had this like compulsion to I have to do it. Like so I was driven. I wasn't. Like it was, it was, it was out of a fear place. Like what if God feels like I didn't do enough? Yeah. Like what if he's given us these provision and how dare us not, mm. how dare we only adopt two kids and not <laughs> four kids? Like I just made that up. Like where yeah. in the Bible does it say you must adopt kids? Four of them. <laughs> yeah. At that. Yeah. At two, you're halfway there. <laughs> Slacker. You know what I mean? But I just like kind of consumed me. And I was, and so I brought it to my community group and my husband's like, yeah, like, let's pray about that. But I could tell in me, there was like this churning, there was not a rest. So I brought it to the community group. Certainly they're going to say, do it. Like it's adoption, like whatever. But then when they, you know, sometimes we betray more than we realize. And so when I was telling them, like, I really want to be a mom who can handle a lot of kids. I want to be a mom who thinks that mess and noise and chaos is fun. I want Ah. to depend on the Lord and do this. And I thought I was saying all these things that were great. And the same guy who talked about struggling well, I mean, I just want to punch him sometimes. He's like, (laughs) you do know you don't have to prove yourself to God, right? And I was like, of course I know that. Uh But inside, I was like, I don't know that. You know, (laughs) obviously, I don't know that because I'm trying to hurry and adopt two more kids so he doesn't get mad at me. Wow. He never said he was going to be mad at me. But in my, I could tell my motives were wrong. But I really didn't expect them to see my motives because I really didn't know how my motives were wrong. I didn't know how adopting was wrong if adopting was good. Anyway, so, so then, uh, Someone else said, it's we have a big community group. It's a real problem. They all have opinions, and they didn't agree <laughs> with me. But one, another one was like, you know, sometimes when things are really good, it forces us to, like, deal with stuff going on inside of our heart, and we don't want to do that. And yeah. so we want to go ahead and take on more yeah. so that we don't have to deal with that. I'm like, shut your face. Yeah. In my brand-new kitchen, you're telling me these things. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> and then, to top it all off, my friend sends me this. Verse, I'm going to show it to you because 
Well, I won't show it to you, but. Sends you a what? A, okay. A text? She sent me, she, she's like, well, it made me think of this verse. Like, oh, uh, a verse. Okay. okay. Yeah, verse. Um, in repentance and rest, rest is, your, is salvation. your salvation. In, in quiet quietness, trust, is, trust your... is your strength. But you would have none of it. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I don't know. So I was just so convicted that I I was just striving and it was an idol and I was afraid that I was I was going to miss what God had. And so I hurried. I was hurrying up to do something. And that's a good thing. Adoption's fantastic. Amen. But, um, and, but it was oh my keeping God. me up at night. Was I was too, I was like fixated on it. That's, yeah, yeah that's and not a in a good, good way. sign. Right. Like that's usually a good sign. You don't get to sleep. You don't get to eat. You get nothing. You're just going to do this. That is so the voice of God, right? Uh, no. I, uh, you nope. just, you're reading my mail, girl. I am in, I remember going through a time, like our stories are very similar in that when starting Revelation Wellness, or I didn't even know it was called Revelation Wellness. I just knew I was supposed to start a fitness ministry, which made me want to vomit. The two words together sounded oh, like, oh, no, no, I'm too cool for this, God. No way. Like, I Because it's been done so poorly. What's that? Oh, it's, it's been, been done, done so poorly in the past, right? No, yes, 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 yes. And I pray to the Lord, please. Not that I want to try and prove coolness, but I just know that it's relevant. And if the world is using it in a way that, has you know impact that we can do it in a way that is not cheesy it's kind of like christian movies right like there's just very few that are done really well and like that's what anyways uh yeah that was probably the biggest thing plus i didn't know anything about writing communicating how am i going to get this all those big things so i talk about reluctant for sure i was but all of that to say like i remember as soon as i like finally said my yes it was Okay, now I got to go. Now, now I got to do it. And I just started working for it and, and putting all my strength into it because I'm the girl that gets things done. If you need it done, I can get it done. I'll figure out a way. Uh, but now I feel like the Lord, it really is like a second act of my life of like, okay, no, like it is from a rest place. Everything comes from a rest place. My voice comes from rest. My will will come to you. A greater grace comes from a rest place. So that's why when you read, I think that's, isn't that, uh, what's what's that Isaiah Bible scripture? 30. Isaiah 30. Isaiah 30, 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it is. Like from quietness and trust is your strength. But you would have none of it. I feel like, okay, yeah. I'm really going to learn this because in the earlier years, I would be like so nervous I was going to miss God's word. Like I would miss something like, oh, if, if, if I don't do that, then it won't get the blessing if I do that. And I remember one day I was so spent up like trying to decipher the will of God. Like I don't want to miss it. I'm, I, I'm obedient. That's what I do. And um, I remember him one day just, I don't know if I was in my kitchen, but somewhere it was like dead in my track. He said, Elisa, do you not think that I'm a big enough God to get you where I need you to go? So if you were to do nothing at all, I would get you there. Like that's a whole, like mm-hmm. I'm trying to get ahead of him. I'm trying to, to. Pre-obedience. Pre-obedience. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's ridiculous. What? Yeah. I know. And I'm guilty of it. And I do think that's why in the community of using fitness as a tool, like the fitness has got to come from a place of a get to of a celebration you don't have to mm-hmm. like the world has mm-hmm. so made it about earning the cookie or earning the body or earning so we use this to get that and i i'm i mean i'm still undoing myself in all that because that's my history that's a a weird striving place for me but that's good- really good to hear because i it's very uncomfortable for me because my body isn't where I want it to be. And my, you know, jumping is, I don't love jumping around. I gotta say, <laughs> I can. But if you're going to show me how to modify, man, I'm doing that. <laughs> my kids are always like, mom, are you modifying? I'm like, of course I'm modifying. <laughs> how I do it. I don't even have any injuries. I just I prefer the modify. Oh, you're so so awesome. I just feel like I don't have the, what it takes to, have self-control and I don't which is I've proven (laughs) you know but it just it feels like something I'm not able to have victory in yet and so it makes me feel like I need to quit or there's something wrong with me Mm, but I don't think that's true that is not true (gasps) so here's a little side note for people that are listening um 
can I can I share with them? I can edit this out if not. But Emily mm-hmm. is coming through instructor training in the fall. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because uh, why, why? Why are you coming through? I'm coming through because there is a level of freedom that I know is to be found that I haven't gotten to. Yeah. I know that I can do hard things and I need a push to mm. get me in the right direction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm doing it because I don't believe that I can do it. And in my own strength, so I actually can't. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. I, I'm i doing it because it petrifies me as much as doing my podcast. I know. Like, look at you. You are so good at doing – you do scary things. Like, you do – I think you're going to walk away learning so much about yourself, um, about others too. And I, I honestly – it's just always – the bottom line, I think I said this to you early on, it's always just really about healing, a real – like. Oh, a, a knitting together, like you and the Lord and knitting up so that you're fit for your purpose as Emily Thomas, mom, wife, podcaster, whatever it is, like that's the quote unquote fit what we use it for. So um, now me telling people that you realize they're just going to be storming the gates to try and get into the fall class. It's gonna oh, be, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, they're all going to be like, can I be roommates with Emily, please? Can I? Please? Everybody wants to see if they can modify like me <laughs> you do realize now that you're putting it out there and uh, most instructors <laughs> listen to this like um katrina and courtney we're gonna be like oh oh no no come on embrace your awkward let's go oh man <laughs> you know i think what you're talking about with healing i think so much of it for me lately has been focusing less on me and more on who god is because i get that all confused mm. i think that he yeah. like he almost is like maybe he let me in to heaven or, you know, to his family because it wouldn't be very godlike not to. Ah. Uh, Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or or I slid in right under the radar before the door shut and he like rolls his eyes and goes, oh, Fine, you can come too. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I know that's not true. And so I was actually just uh this morning reading in Ephesians one. Can I can I just tell you what I learned real quick? Please. Okay, so so he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. Right. God has a plan. Right. Love a guy with a plan. Yes. Um, he goes on to say we're adopted according to the purpose of his will. So he had a goal for me. He didn't just go, oh, fine, you, you know, you, yeah. you're here too. We'll make do with that. Um, <laughs> he, I don't know why. I think, you know, um, I'm redeemed. I'm forgiven because of his grace, which he lavished on me. Uh, Not just like, oh, f- more grace for you. Oh, for heaven's sakes. How many times have you been here for grace? Um, <laughs> and he's so he's not stingy with us. Um, and that it said that he chose to lavish that on us with all wisdom and insight. He's not stupid. Like he's yeah. not. I, I feel like I sometimes think he's too stupid to know how much he shouldn't want to be a part of what I've got going on. Wow. Does that make sense? Come on. So I basically think he's stupid and he's. Um, stingy, you know, put stupid. out with me. Mm-hmm. He's stingy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's weak. Like he couldn't, I don't, I don't oh. know. Oh. Um, oh. I feel like he's so, so as I, as I kind of dig all those things out so and good. I'm writing in my journal, like, so good. I think you are in, in, you know, sincere and, and weak and a pushover. Good I'm job. like, wow, Lord, like, I think I have some <laughs> misconceptions about you. <laughs> so that's what I'm looking forward to yeah. ironing out, um, yeah. more intensely. Yeah. In the instructor training. Okay. Because it really is something about moving that works that out. It, totally. Totally. And first of all, a uh, huge uh, round of bravo. My my heart is clapping right now that you would sit down and get really honest about what you believe, who you believe God is. Like, I just don't think people are honest about the darkness of who they are, like the dark places of themselves and just kind of busy it. Get busy, keep moving, don't sit still too long. Well, I tried to adopt two kids, but my T- friends wouldn't let me. <laughs> good friends. Those are really good friends. <laughs> Thank God. I'm pretty sure the Lord's going to find some home for those two kids. That's going to happen. It's not going to hinge on you, okay. Emily Thomas. Um, okay. No, but that is what, that is the cry of my heart is that people, like I just feel like, I don't know if we're really real in the in the church. Like we come to the, the Lord. He sets out the table 
says that we're wanted, we're chosen. He's been thinking about us since the beginning and the foundation of the world, like all that romantic love story. And he gets us to the table and yet we, we still live like the orphans that we are. We still have these things that we do not believe who God really is. We like to believe it because it's a comfort. Like those words are comforting, but I'm tired. I don't want words to just be words. They have to be so cellularly true, cellularly true that yeah. when I when I am pushed against the world, when the world pushes against me, because in this world I will have trouble, that <laughs> it that out comes a steadfast assurance of, oh, wait, I'm a I'm a daughter of the king. So this is all gonna work out. Like he's got this. Yeah. He's got the podcast, yeah. he's got my family. I am desperate for that. But there's a book that I'm reading by David Benner called Um The Gift of Being Yourself. And oh. yeah, it's really good. P.S. Plug for that book. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things he says is that self-acceptance precedes transformation. So there's no mm. transformation without the full acceptance of who we are, what we think about God, who we say he is. And I just think as giving people a place to work it out, to be a mess, mm-hmm. to sweat, to be short of breath, to be uncomfortable doing what they don't want to do opens up I get a little bit of access the Lord goes oh it's all I need I just if if the enemy only needs a you know what is it a, a, a toehold or whatever a foothold or a whatever foothold, yeah. yeah like a little space like come on the Lord's bigger than him he just needs yeah. a, a, a heart that goes truth this is what I really think yeah. about you and then the healing yeah. work comes so oh my gosh yeah well and something that's really transformed the way I think about a scripture is to say, what about this? What about this? Do I like so much? Like, and so one of the things from this Ephesians this morning was that we have an inheritance and we're sealed with the Holy Spirit. So to me, it spoke of safety and um, security. And that let me know that I just don't feel safe and I Mm -hmm. don't necessarily feel secure. And so thinking about why it's so appealing helps me know where I've got those wrong thinkings about the Lord. Amen. Right. Scripture can, even like an encouraging word can help expose the places in us where it's just a word, right? Where we're kind of putting a bandaid on the wound. Oh, I'm scared. Okay. I'm safe in Christ. But what about, why am Mm -hmm. I scared? Like what's underneath that wound? Where did that Mm -hmm. come from? I think the Lord reconciles us back to ourself to an offender, to someone who has done something wrong to us, because he's all about reconciliation. He wastes nothing, nothing. Yeah. Okay, so now we. what's going to happen is when you go to retreat in the fall, um, when you Hmm. come back, we're going to have to do a follow-up podcast, and this it'll be like, it's probably the sound of you going, I don't even know, like what just happened, Mm. because he just shows up and does. I can't wait. It's, I can't either. And you're you're coming at. Like, Please don't make me be on Revwell TV. Is that a deal? Can we pinky swear about that? Um, I can't make any nope. promises. Just just in the. <laughs> what if I put you in the background modifying? I can modify. I can modify. <laughs> yes. Please. Uh, I might just sit me in a chair. I'll just do like lift my legs and <laughs> hey, do a couple. Of that's good. Like things. I've said it. If I'm just in a chair, the and my wherever I'm gonna be, like this is an offering. Not always, not always a, a, a like. It just doesn't often come easy. Some days, I always say the worst thing is the first five minutes of like moving my body. Then I'm like, hey, it's not so bad. That's true. It's a good point. All right. So tell me, first of all, um, what is what does wholeness mean to you? What's it mean? Well, okay. So you asked me this question. It's a really good question that's really been eating at me for a long time. I could tell you what it's not because I've tried all the, the, those things. Um, it's not keeping to my right calories, mm. quote unquote right. It's not uh, working out every single day, accomplishing things. Um, it's not being I have a bunch of clothes that don't I don't fit into and mm-hmm. I just won't let myself get rid of them. Bye-bye. I should probably get rid of them. Bye-bye. Uh, I know, right? And so so it's not fitting back into those cuz I have for a couple days. It <laughs> wasn't still wasn't whole. Um I want I want new thing like the newest items. I really want an Apple Watch and I really want an Instapot. Those are oh. my two new things that if I'm not careful, I think that'll make me whole. That'll make me whole. But it won't. It won't. But just focusing 
like I think what just focusing on what who God is um, and how that is the answer to all of the things I'm running after. Mm. I'm, I'm finding a lack in myself or in my Instapot want or my Apple Watch. Yeah. But they have the series too and they're waterproof, you know. They but that's do. still not going to make me whole. I'm, I, I am wearing one. I hate to make you oh, covet me. Oh, you had <laughs> – Okay, but see, I was thinking you're not whole, right? I'm so not I need whole. to know that. I'm, okay. I'm confessing right now. My Apple Watch is saving me. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, that's a good definition. Amen. That always comes back to when I say, when I cannot love, I have forgotten who I am. When I can't love someone, I have taken my eyes off of who I am because it's found in who Christ is. I only know who I am when I put my eyes back on him I put my heart back at his feet even if it's busted up and broken and just gross like it belongs to him here deal deal with me according to your word and that's where the wholeness is found but you're right how quick uh, my heart grows legs and wanders away but but I have to say mine hasn't gone anywhere near an instapot okay well there you go we all have I don't even get it what is it what is it it What's like a, a pressure cooker that just you have to press a button? Like I have a pressure cooker, but if you don't watch it, you'll like blow your kitchen up. <laughs> so this is like a safer, so this lazier. Is like, so is this, yours is like a pressure cooker circa 1971 or something? What? I don't get it. Well, I mean, it's a it's a newer one, but the same type of model where you have to like bring it to pressure and watch it and then turn it low, but keep it high enough that it's still <laughs> at pressure, but not so high. See it like there's so much thinking. Why? Involved. Why? I don't understand. Why not a crock pot? I don't get it. What's the difference? Okay. Well, pressure cookers cook things in a hurry. Like you can. Okay. Why are we in a hurry? In why are we in such minutes. a hurry? Why are we in such a hurry? Why can't we just make chicken? Because you just good started eight hours way? ago. Well, a crock pot. Uh, okay. I know, but that's, they're fine for, for an eight hour plan. Uh, yeah, we do. Mine yeah. clearly is not the Instapot, but I'm starting to see more people yeah. buying them. And I'm like, I said, you drank the Kool-Aid. I'm going to watch from the sidelines. You let me know how that goes. I have uh, no desire. Uh, but I think also for me, wholeness is internal rest. Because if, if I'm, like I said, I'm striving, I, tried to adopt two kids this week and I also like I married a guy I didn't know the day after I met him like I, I if I put my mind to it wait legit happen you married your husband the day no legit not this husband I was married when I was 21 oh, right. to a guy that I didn't know and it was incredibly abusive and I had to oh. leave the country I was in in the middle of the night when he didn't know wow. and so but I did that because of fear and striving and I didn't want to miss an opportunity. And so I know myself. And so when I get that, which is why when this whole thing with the, these random, I don't even know the kid. Like, it's not like there are children that I know that I want to adopt. I just was making up two kids in your mind that I needed to adopt. And Correct. I had that same internal kind of churning that I know it was not from the Lord. So wholeness to me is rest in my, in my spirit and not yeah. Like I have on five different radio stations that are blaring at the same time. Yeah. That's when I know I'm striving. What do you do to get rest? Like, what do you do? So mind float focusing, like going crazy. You know you're not in rest. What do you do? My best way is either to like go outside and go on a walk um, and just get get outside of my own head or talk to friends, talk it out yeah. um, because just sitting by myself, I just stay in that place. So I either talk it out yeah. um, and or or just go outside and, and pray and talk to God. But I just don't I don't do good just staying in my house. I yeah. have to get out. Yeah. yeah, totally. And break the cycle. You know what I mean? Like I just it's been out of control. Yeah. For sure. That's even like I mean, I always say we're all addicts like welcome to rehab. Like every one of us have a pattern of behavior that we do. And we get no payoff. Yeah. Well, we get a short payoff, but it's not a it's not a, a healthy payoff. And we just do it. So yeah. something has to interrupt that pattern. So any like recovering, eating disorders, addiction, like they figure out, okay, you have you have a need. First of all, you gotta know what the need is, but how are you trying to get it met? So maybe perhaps now you go for a walk or you know, you go you interrupt that pattern with something else. So for sure. I definitely use food, which is what I'm trying to like mm not do but that's my first thing is I I just love sugar here's my question yeah see it's a sugar like what if people that say I use food I'm like well great why don't you use some almonds (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, I say this <laughs> of myself too. Like, well, uh-huh. I don't want almonds. I want I want chocolate covered almonds. <laughs> right, and like uh, three bags of them. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I get it. Like, oh, I, I want food. No, it's not that we really want. We want, we want the comfort of the sugar, whatever that's found in the food. And yeah, the Lord deals with me for sure. Still working it out. All right. Mm. Fun questions now. Ready? Rapid fire. I didn't tell yeah. you. I didn't tell you I was going to do this. Rapid fire. Oh, like if. So you, don't think about it. If you delay. Yes. Longer than five seconds. I'm going to. Like sound effect something. Okay, ready? <laughs> I was looking forward to seeing what was the threat going to be. It's a sound effect. You're going to get a wah wah. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, favorite food? Sushi. You. Wait a minute. That's fun. Me raw too. Raw salmon. Wait. Yeah? No, you lost me on raw salmon. That's the one thing I don't eat in sushi is salmon, raw salmon. What? Why? Raw, spicy tuna, like raw tuna all day long. No. No. Something's wrong with your mouth. Well, we could still go to a sushi restaurant together. We just... It's true. We won't have to share. Don't have to share. We won't have to share. Even better. This is actually working out well. Okay. Have you been to... Um, I'm sorry. Uh, Sakana on yeah. uh, Elliot. Yes. Oh, my God. The 10. Yeah. I went there all the time. Amazing. I lived in Tempe when I went to college. I went to ASU. So, oh, yes. Okay. Me too. So you went to Just ASU? Just for a year. Oh, for a year. Just for a semester. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. So that's your favorite food. Favorite type of workout? Tabata. Woo! Uh, favorite movie? Um, Free. Oh, I don't, I don't really watch. Five! Beautiful was nice. What was it? Life is Beautiful. Do you remember that one? Do you get out much? I, I really it? don't like to watch movies a whole lot. Really? And in the movies I saw, I see talking dog movies with my kids. Like, oh, it's terrible. The purpose, the purpose of a dog's life. I saw it. He had so many lives. Okay. Ready? Next one. Favorite book? Okay. Book. I am reading The Nightingale right now, and I really like it. Ooh, what's it about? Nightingale. The War? In France? Oh, no. You're, I don't know. Rebecca told me. Right. You're smarty pants. These are, these no, are history. I've never. I you're a never... history buff. You like history. I like to look up history for our problem solved episodes. I don't like history. <laughs> By the way. I like to do it mainly because I know Rebecca doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah, she, I could tell. By the way, side note, you guys, go listen to um, Emily's podcast on fitness problems. Her and Rebecca Smith do this once a month podcast called, what is it? Problem solved. Right. Where we pretend to solve problems. We, yeah. They solve yeah. problems, but they did one on fitness. Every time I listen to you guys, I'm like, you're like Ethel and Lucy, like just, <laughs> just, just like two, two puppies rolling around in a, in a box. It's funny. Okay. <laughs> Next one. Okay. Okay. Um, Favorite shoes? Uh, Chacos. <sighs> what? You don't like Chacos? Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. There might be people who love Chacos. I don't get them. <gasps> what? I don't get yeah, them. I want... What? Wait. They're, they're not pretty. They have ones with like lots of straps. <laughs> like extra strappy. Why do you like them? They're not pretty. I feel like they're really comfortable, they're comfortable and you can get them wet. Then that's where I just yeah. would say just put on a pair of tennis shoes. But I get sometimes you don't no, want your no, tennis shoes. Huh? I don't like the look of tennis shoes. You don't like the look of tennis shoes. I know. Do you work out like in I your chacos? You work out in now. your chacos, don't you? No, I no, I don't. That's not <laughs> good for anything. No. Um, no, but I just like them. I okay, so I used to work at REI. Yeah. And my husband always says, like, you like to look like you're outdoorsy, but you don't like the outdoors that much. <laughs> and so that's kind of I'm like a poser. And Chacos are part of the Chacos shirt. are very outdoor. They're very. I just came back from wilderness training. And yeah. like, honestly, there's a room of 30. I would say 25 people had Chacos on. I didn't. I go. I guess. I, I guess. OK. Keep your Chacos. I might even send you a pair. <clears throat> okay. Um, wait, what was my one? Okay, ready? <clears throat> purse or You're backpack? You're making me very nervous. 
Purse or backpack? Purse. Purse. Depends on what you're doing. Do you carry a purse day to day? Yeah. You do? Purse. I can't. I just yeah. I just carry my phone now. I don't know about you, but you have but in a backpack you have you're a backpack person. I do have a backpack for my laptop. So if I'm gonna go like somewhere where I'm gonna have a work meeting, I have like a I know that's kind of weird. I you don't like how chacos look, but you'd rather wear a backpack. I know that's okay. I, I okay. totally I agree. It's I don't okay. get it either. But it's the listen. Comfort. You can you can design your own chacos now at their <laughs> website, and you can pick everything about the colors and all the things. Nope, Stop it. Not happening. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, aren't they basically Tevas? No. Ew. No. They're way better. I'm, they're I would strappy. Never they're webbing and they're strappy. And that's, They're way nicer looking maybe I, than I, Tevas. Okay. You're going to send me some, some pictures because maybe, maybe I've only seen the ones that the wilderness people wear. <laughs> And those have been around. Those, those have been around. Let me tell you. Trails. Let me tell you. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, one more. One more. Beach, mountains, desert, snow. Okay. I would probably say mountains, then beach. And I'm only mountains because of Flagstaff. I just have so many warm fuzzies wow. about Flagstaff. Um, but then beach because I'm going the suite to the beach, so I feel like I need to like get do on board with that. that. <laughs> yeah. Do you like the beach though? Like I do. Sand, you're fine. You're good. It kind of bugs me, <laughs> sensory wise. <laughs> the so sand much. is kind of a problem. That's so my <laughs> husband. You just have to get in. Just get it everywhere. Just when you get to the beach, just slide in, roll around, and it's done. Like it's a puppy over. in a box. <laughs> Seriously. Apparently, I'm already a puppy you're in a box. Already. I didn't know. Just totally. It's so you. For lack of time, I have to wrap it up. I literally could sit here and talk to you for a long time. But you have a life. I'm going to let you go live your life. (laughs) Um, All right. So, everyone, you can hang out every week, right? Your podcast comes out every week, right? Oh, yep. Every week. And um, what day of the week does it come out? Mondays. On Mondays. Yes. Good old Mondays. And you can also follow Emily on Instagram, right? Yeah. It's Mom Struggling Well. Mom Struggling Well. And she's an awesome Insta story kind of gal. So you can see her day to day. She's super fun to follow her very adventuresome life that she lives. <laughs> it, honestly. Thanks. Yes. And you can, any other way, at Mom Struggling Well, you have a website as well, right? Dot com. Yeah. MomStrugglingWell.com. All right, and so we're going to have you back, Emily, I think after retreat at some point. After you, your brain comes back online from coming back, we'll, we will that talk. That sounds so good. It'll be fun. I'd I love, love to it. hear from your before and after experience. All right, well, I love you. I really enjoy you in my life. So good. I know, me too, for reals. Thanks for hanging out. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. See, I told you you were going to love her, right? Go ahead, turn me off now. Go follow, go subscribe to the podcast, go follow her crazy on Instagram and all the other great places you can get a hold of her. Um, Yeah, there's just going to be some good things the Lord's doing with that woman right there. So stay tuned for more. And before you go, I wanted to give you this heads up, a reminder, if you haven't heard, on August 8th, we... We, we, I guess me, God, Tyndale Publishing, are going to be releasing my very first book. I wrote a book? Come on. That's just crazy. Only God. (laughs) And it's called The Wellness Revelation. If you've been getting some sense of renewal of your mind, body freedom, um, freedom (laughs) through following this podcast, or any way you've been connected to us, get that book. You can get it now, pre-order it, save yourself a whole lot of money, like seven bucks, I think, which that's a lot of money. You can order that now and get that book in hand. I'm I'm a little, I'm freaking out. Like you're going to, there's my, some of my stories in there and mostly we get after freedom. We get after the transformation that you really, truly are hungering for. And it is not going to be found on the scale, off the scale. It has nothing to do with the scale. 
<laughs> so head over and get that book and bless my heart and leave a review once you've read that book and help us once again you guys are so great at leaving reviews thanks for doing that it helps people find what god is doing in this ministry of revelation wellness and i could not and i wouldn't even want to do this without you thank you for believing um in what god's doing in this crazy thing and uh, for being just a little off-center enough to receive it. So thanks so much. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Peace.